Just talking about the the lifestyle of a of a professional uh, fighter, but also yeah. the similarities between a professional fighter athlete and other athletes. Yeah, how it's like actually quite boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're right. I say it all the time. It's he who gets bored the least becomes a champion. Yes, that's, yeah. that's how it is. It's repetitive. It's the same thing, and to be high level, anything. You, it doesn't matter whether it be thumb wrestling. You've got to put in hours and hours yeah. and hours of work, and you know, it becomes boring. You know, and you know swimmers hate looking at the black line. You know, cyclists hate looking at the front of the wheel. Um, you know, it becomes hard work. None of it. You know, as we become better athletes, as the science, sports science becomes better, the kids become better. We have to train more and more and more to become a champion now is even more so than it was 20 years ago there's more people too. there's more people there's yeah. this like untapped countries that yep. are now coming into it mm. like yep. in weightlifting vietnam's coming up oh really and thailand's gone up yeah it used yeah. to be china or amongst the asians it was just china, china yeah. yeah and now they had the best steroids on. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> probably yeah. um so you're a weightlifter right yes you yes. come from that ground that background Yes, Commonwealth Games. Sort of oh, I competed at last year's Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Okay, so we just had uh, Sonny Webster here. Oh, yeah, yeah. What a guy. Yeah, I actually I don't know anything about him. I've seen him oh. on Instagram a little bit. Oh, yeah, really. Um, I I know he uh, unfortunately he was banned yeah. for doing some seminars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look, I don't know. I yeah, don't know you seem like I. Uh, that's not my. Uh, you know, I can enjoy it. I can appreciate it. But to watch him lift mm. was. Like I've watched Bill, I own a gym. I've watched plenty of people lift. To watch him lift was the smoothest, like poetry movement I've ever seen anyone lift that bar. Mm-hmm. It was just wow. Mm-hmm. How high level again? Another level is it? Is that? Yep. And you know these CrossFitters, they yank and pull and scrunch. Yeah. Yep. Mate, he did it like he was doing a freaking. A wave, a Mexican wave. You yeah, know? It's, it's just it's constantly smooth, right? So smooth. It's like when I watch a roundhouse with like the pros, and I'm like, wow, that looks really nice. It's like a yeah. whip. Yeah. <laughs> like a really, like a whip. But then yep. when, I, when I do it myself, I'm like, what? why do I look it's like a... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why <laughs> is my leg turning that way? Why can't I make it look that way? Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is Sonny's not... It. I don't think he's even in the like top Olympic group. Yeah, right. There's like, what, the, the world champions are yeah. another level. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, anyone that's high level... I spent some time with Hoist Gracie. Oh, cool. Yeah, so Hoist... I remember someone asked him once um, about high level athletes, and he said, they'll, you know what? They're all smooth. He said, you look, at the time, he said, look at Anderson Silva. He's smooth. He's slick. High level guys, when they even because he trains a lot of military and stuff over in the States. And he said when they get they pull their gun out, it's a smooth action. It's not a rigid action. You know, you've got to be, you can't panic. You've got to do it smooth. You've got to do it under pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's a smooth, mo- otherwise you're not going to get that gun out of the holster. Mm-hmm. And it just goes with every athlete I see. Like, you know, you watch uh, Rafa play tennis. It's yep. so smooth, you know. Um, and you watch one of the high-level Olympics swimmers. They're just... The swim is so Effort- fluent. It looks effortless. Yeah, it looks effortless. Yeah. You know, rugby league players, some of the greats, Andrew Johns. You know, he just looked like he had so much time mm. compared to other people. You mm. know, um, but that's I think with um, any high level 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 athlete is that they just make it look easy. Yeah. And it, and the thing is, they I don't think a lot of them are thinking. 
at that moment. Even though they're making it really smooth, like, I can't imagine Anderson Silva doing the whole bob and weave that he did to Forrest Griffin and just thinking, oh, Forrest is going to punch here, he's going to punch there, <laughs> I'm going to duck there because that's where the punch is. I don't think he's thinking about any of that. No. It's just happening. It's, it's habit. Yeah. It's ha- they've done it so long and so you know, so many times before it's happened. But it goes back to what you were saying about how, well, in fighting anyway, it's reflexive. It's yep. it's like you, you see something or you notice something, you don't even know you've noticed it yep. and you just fire off something. Totally. Even yeah. like, even him pads, I've been hit so much by wood lately that like he throws a punch, I don't even realize that I step out of the way because he just, you know, it just happens now. You train it. Yeah, he's, he's smoked me with that, that right hand so many times. Like, you can see the bruising on my face now. Yeah. Then now he comes and I naturally get out of the way. You know? Yeah. It just happens. You yeah. don't even think about it. Yeah. Going back to that athlete, that athlete life. Yep. So you've got you've got a new new kid walks in mm-hmm. like let's let's just say Reese walks in ten years ago with his yep. with a uh, with his school, with bag. His school <laughs> bag with his with his mum and it's like mum goes hey look Reese says he wants to become a world champion yep. and mum says to you what kind of life is he in for if he goes for this sort of thing like as a coach yeah um, in the sport I'm in it's quite sad you know because you probably really struggle to make a living from it. Um, I've had some of the best fighters in, in the world and, and within Australia and they can't make a living from it. Really? No. So it's quite sad to, you kind of, you wouldn't tell, you know, you wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Reese's mum that, mm. you know, I wouldn't say, yeah, go be a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and the thing is, I, I think I've told him at some points, go, don't go away from the gym, right? No, no, you, you told me you can always make money when you're older. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fight <laughs> yeah. when you're young. But yeah. there's been but some there's point. been times where you have said, like, maybe it's time to let up. Like, because yeah. you just, you can't do it. You're like, at the moment, like, I've only trained part-time, really. Like, I have to work part-time yeah. as well. Otherwise, there's... can't survive. That's why, you know, like, looking at moving to Thailand or trying to get into Japan where you can, you know, live in Japan and train full-time, whereas... Yeah. yeah, you just can't do it. No, there's not there's not enough big shows in our sport. Although a lot of people like to watch it uh, on TV and stuff, that they don't like to go to shows like that, what a fight night, you know. But I, I think that comes down to the promoters as well. Like, if you're putting on a high level show, fuck yeah, I'll pay 70, 80 bucks for a ticket. But if you're putting on one pro, one decent pro four average pros and then just a bunch of amateurs and they still charge 80 bucks, I ain't doing that. It's like that, that's shooting, that's burning the sport, you know. Like yeah. If you're gonna have amateurs and that average fighter, well then make it accessible to everyone so they can come and then we can try and get more people through the door. And then when you have a big show, charge more money. Yeah. But they just, I think greed plays a part in promoting, you know. Like, it's so expensive, yes. uh, you know, the combat sports and just this, everything associated yeah. to put on an event mm. you know that you need that sort of money and the, as the, the people go down about coming well the ticket price has to go up yep. so yep. when there's heaps of people coming ticket price tickets are 30, 30 yeah. bucks and 40 dollars yeah, like I, I remember back your shows like maybe 40 bucks 45 yeah. bucks would get Most you a, a seat yep. and you know like and they, they were good cards even the one you put on at State Sport I think that was maybe like 55 dollars I yeah, think 60 yeah. bucks and that was like, and that that was like a Foxtel show, all all televised fights, all pro, all pro card, yeah. yeah. So, but um, we just don't have, don't have that in Australia anymore. Like, yeah. and kind of let MMA take over. Mm. But then everybody whinges about MMA because it gets boring when it's on the ground. They can't and, see. Yeah, it's 
why don't you go watch some stand-up? Yeah. yeah. So what do you think MMA's done right that they're, like, it, it's only been around for, like, 20, 20 30 years, yeah, MMA? Yeah, even Australia less, mm. you know, yeah. in the last 15 years for Australia, yeah. I would say. Um, what it's done for martial arts is awesome because my view on it is that people will go to an MMA gym and realise how difficult it is to learn mm-hmm. and then go, shit, I need to just go and do one thing. Yep. Or shit, I just need to go do wrestling. Mm-hmm. Or shit, I just need to go do karate. Mm-hmm. I'm going straight to jiu-jitsu. When I get jiu-jitsu down pat, I'll go back to MMA. Because I think every, every, it's such a uh, underestimated time and effort sport. People look at it and go, yeah, I can do that. Mate, you can't do it. You know, you've got to realise how good you have to be to do it at that level. I remember going to one of the first King of the Cage events here in Penrith, and I was standing next to some guy, and a big, he's had a few few beers, you know, and he's, you know, looks like he's half pregnant, and he's, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, because at that time I loved Muay Thai, and that was it, and this was like kind of the first thing coming into our town, you know, and I said, what do you love about it? And he goes, oh, I love it. Oh, I could do that. Look at the bloke. He's just in the board shorts and he's just punching on. I could do that. I'm like, oh, you think you can do that? Okay, yeah. all right. So, yeah, perception of people. So it's, it's that relatability. It's like it's, people think people can imagine themselves doing it. So then it suddenly becomes more realistic. More, yeah. more realistic. Until you go to a gym and realise that how many disciplines that you have to be competent about. You got to be boxing, Muay Thai, and wrestling and Jiu Jitsu. Um, and, and you got to be pretty good at all those things before you even consider an MMA fight, you know? Yeah. You know that's my theory. But it's been good for martial arts yeah. because martial, a lot of people, uh, you know, I think there's a bit of a gap there for a while. They didn't know what to do and, you know, after the Van Damme movies and, you know, before that you had Bruce Lee and Chuck yeah, Norris and so yeah. forth. But yeah. after that, we had nothing. There was a big lull, yeah. and, and then you kind of had to be really in the know to know where a Muay Thai gym was mm. or where a fight night was. You had to really be in the know. But mm. I think it's brought mainstream media and a lot of people to yeah. different martial arts. So I'm all for it. That's like what um what CrossFit did for weightlifting. Okay. Very so, similar. Yep. CrossFit people would go try CrossFit, but then they they do it for a bit and they go holy hold on, hold on a second. They go oh wait weightlifting is really hard. Yep. I'm not strong enough. Yeah. I can't skip. Yeah. I can't do gymnastics. Yeah. And then suddenly people branch away yeah. and they start doing those disciplines individually. Yeah. I, I feel I see I see a lot of parallels. Mate, that's exactly the same. Yeah. That and that's what I'd say about martial arts. So yeah. as much as you probably don't like it, oh that's not real weightlifting or whatever. Yeah. But I say MMA's been great for martial arts. Yeah. And for parents that might want to take their kids to do it, you know, like cause they look at it and go, oh, yeah. You know, even if they go, oh, yeah, my Johnny's going to be the, the next world champion, you know, he's a GSP lookalike, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he can do all the moves. Yep. You know, but whether the parent is there pushing it or whatever, it's been, in generally, in general, a really good thing for martial arts. Yep. Yeah, because even recently I saw that there's like a there's like a world series of karate now. I yes. saw like the people like actually karate, almost like an MMA match, but everyone's in their gaze and yeah. Yeah. and then there's 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 the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, that, yeah. There's some money in that. Yeah. Yeah. Some money in that. I think the production side of MMA like appeals it's, to everyone yes. too. Like, yeah. you, it's not you're not just going to watch fights. It's a show. It's and like they sell entertainment. It's entertainment. Yeah, you know, and that's sure. like I um written a book fighter's mind i forget who it's by but it talks about um how 
a fighter's got a, a fine line to walk between winning the fight and being entertaining. Because mm-hmm. I, I can win a fight and be boring, but that's not going to get me anywhere. You know, yeah. I've, I've had that battle where I've been winning fights and struggling to get fights because I'm, I'm boring, because I'm yeah. just playing the game, you know, yeah, like yeah. just win, win, happy to fight as yeah. long as I score the points, I win. But you need to sell tickets at the mm-hmm. same time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it, they, MMA, I think, leaked ahead because it's sold that entertainment. Like, entertainment yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what shows like One Championship and Bellator are doing where they incorporate now MMA and kickboxing or kickboxing, MMA, Muay Thai and boxing for One Championship. And they're, they're currently taking, like they dominate the Asian market mm-hmm. yeah. and like could potentially take over the UFC. Mm-hmm. And all they've done is a simple formula. Take away, like, they still have their Muay Thai fights, but take away all the extra bullshit, the gambling, the mm. five rounds. It's just three rounds of three minutes, mm. and you might fight in gloves or you might fight in MMA gloves, and it's just a fight. Mm-hmm. So then it, it's exciting. Muay Thai in over three rounds is probably the most exciting sport you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas over five rounds, it can you can play it safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in Thailand, like, round one and two mean nothing really as long as you fight good three and four you can do nothing round five and win the fight so you only have to fight for two or three rounds mm-hmm. and you secure the win in the major stadiums so yep. the gamblers can gamble and get better know, odds it's, yeah it's it's a game like that but in the sorry it's a game in thailand and to that sort of culture but here it's entertainment yeah it's kind of clouded at the moment yeah isn't there a famous story of Mike Tyson um, winning a fight in like 45 seconds and then uh, correct me if I'm wrong but apparently some of the broadcasters and organisers came to him and said look in your next fight we're going to fly some big shot Russian people here can you, can, you, can you please win the fight in like at least three or four rounds can you not do it in one round I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of things going on yeah. I haven't heard the story yeah, I haven't heard but it. um, yeah look they need People still watch WWE, right? We all know it's yeah. fake, but it's fun. It's it's yeah. Wait, what? It's, it's fake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? That's yeah. a surprise to me. Yeah. <laughs> you mean The Undertaker is not like... The Undertaker? He never came yeah. back from death? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's entertainment. And I always say, like, even... There was a lot of purists when Floyd was... When Conor and Floyd were going to fight. Oh, what does he get? They pay this money. So I go, boys, he's selling entertainment. Forget about a boxing match. Forget about MMA. It is just entertainment. Oh, I'm not gonna, no, no, no. you know, like we copped it all. You know, they, that's poor buggers copped it all. They shouldn't be doing that. And White gives him the right, and the purest boxers were like, "How does he get a shot at Mayweather?" And he walks straight in there. His first pro boxing fight. It's not that, mate. It's entertainment. Yeah. People want to pay. People to want see to say pay to see it. I paid to see it. Yeah. I flew there. Yeah. Oh, did you flew? Did you see it in person? I flew there. Goodness me! Oh yeah, that atmosphere would have been crazy. It was crazy, mate. Those Irish know how to party. They just <laughs> the whole stadium was sick. Like yeah. to come out the way they come out. The yeah. Floyd, you know, like Floyd's one of my favorite fighters ever, and Connor's one of my favorite fighters ever. I got to see him fight him one night. Mm-hmm. You know, each other. I don't care that it got stopped. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. if you're that. Purist boxer who's saying Connor should never have got that yeah. fight. You're missing. The, you're missing the point, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because that was it. That was that was who you fight for. The fans. Yeah, that's right. No one's going to watch you or pay you yeah. if you don't fight for them. Same, same as Mayweather fight that tension kid. It was yeah. just for the Japanese. Did they fight? Fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who won? Mayweather yeah, smoked. smoked. <laughs> but the, like yeah. that, that. If you look at it, that tension fights are like fifty. 
Five or fifty, yeah, fifty-six yeah. kilos. Yeah. Mayweather fights at sixty-seven, so there's ten kilo 10 difference kilo between. Difference. Yeah. Before it we even seen starts, but tension the tension. night before, uh, yeah. the month before. Yeah. We're in Japan, yeah, and we had the rise event. So we went there, and I said, "Man, look, this kid can fight." Mm-hmm. Wow. I said, Absolute "You know what? Mayweather, Mayweather was in trouble. Yeah. Like, if they let, but they didn't let him kick, and they, yeah, know, it was purely boxing. Purely boxing. And he just the size it. difference, man. Size I, don't, of, I don't care how good you are. If you have ten kilos on someone, it's gonna hurt. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he's they're doing it again with that Javonta Davis tensions fighting Javonta Davis. Oh really? Yeah, exhibition oh, match. Because it, it, it's a money maker. People are paying yep. to see it, so that's entertainment once mm. again. Yeah, we we sat there with some bosses from J- Japan, and uh, I said, oh wow, well, they're paying, they're paying um, Mayweather. I said a couple of million dollars. And he said, no, Jason, no, no. And he would put on his calculator and put a transfer. And he said, here. And I went, what? 13.5 million he got paid. For that tension fight? Tension fight. And he smoked it. One round. 40 seconds. A year? Oh, a minute yeah, or something. I can't remember what it was. We locked yeah. him out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First round. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. I've got to search this later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's leave that one there. We'll go on. Just a, just a couple more. I want to do one on your, your mindset, especially. The... It's all radio, so you've got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Just a podcast. <laughs> podcast, you know, podcast. <laughs>